0: Small dose of help from the hip. Small dose talking that shit. Small dose. Keeping it real. Small dose. Me and M in (laughs) seals. So funky. (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Small Doses Podcast. Now I am very excited because this weekend we will be in Brooklyn with Smart, Funny and Black at King's Theater. Our black spurts are none other than the icon, the lyricist Method Man versus an icon in her own right, an activist, Tamika Mallory of Until Freedom. And I am super excited to be bringing this show to Brooklyn during... Halloween, which is a time that I genuinely don't give, mm, generally don't give much of a damn about. However, in this case, I do because we're doing a special Halloween spectacular version of the show where we are inviting our attendees to come dressed as their favorite Black characters or icons. Now, you might ask, Amanda, well, what Black characters or icons do you care about the most? Well, first, let me tell you why this is even something that's like special to me. I talked about this on my Instagram a little bit, but I wanted to just reiterate it here. You know, I am a very big believer that for Black Americans specifically, our pop culture, our art ends up having way more weight in our community than pop culture and art does for other communities. And I truly believe this is because we are a severed people from our tribes and from our lineage and history and so when we came here uh well sorry let me not even frame it like that when we were stolen and brought here against our will uh the large numbers of black folks that ended up really making up the populace of black america had to find their identity uh in a in a nation and in a world that really was doing everything in its power to undermine the existence of that identity by divide and conquer by giving uh by by teaching a religion through very duplicitous means and uh and by violence and torture etc so our art and our pop culture has ended up being this method through which we have been able to not only like realize and be able to see our existence, but it's also been able to legitimize our existence in a world that continues to try to undermine it. So for us, characters on TV shows and whatnot, they ain't just characters, you know, they can become as real as an actual real person in the effectiveness that they have and the influence that they have on how our community has been able to move within itself and how it's been able to be seen by others. So I don't take pop culture lightly. I don't take Black pop culture lightly. And, you know, that's a larger conversation around, like, why it's important for us as a community to not let our artistic uh visionaries and um you know icons just do fuckery without being acknowledged and being held accountable that's why it's also important for us to elevate and um give flowers as they like to say on the internet to those who are in that space and are responsible with it and who choose to use that space in a way that has um, empowering tools with it. It's not to say that everyone has to be expected to do that, but when folks do do that, I think they should be honored in a different elevated way. That being said, I want to take this episode to share with you Some of my favorite black characters and ideas for those of you who are coming to the show in Brooklyn for how you can be dressed. Um, And I think it'll be a really good time at the show. And if you can't make it, we can have a good time here at this show. So let's get into it. Number Number one. one. Any characters from the Cosby show or a different world besides bill cosby's <laughs> any of them it's a treasure trove okay y'all it's a treasure trove let's start with let's start with cosby show claire huxtable is not and this is again another example i mean about like people who are not just a character claire huxtable is a person okay like claire huxtable has a past and a present claire huxtable has an actual like existence of teaching that we can like refer to. Like when she would clear Alvin when he was being a chauvinist and actually like not understanding what it means to be a husband, we looked to Claire. Claire was clearing her children when they were acting an ass. Oh, you wanted to go and have big fun. (laughs) Thanks, Vanessa. Claire was for so many of us The example of a mother with, like, multiple dimensions, she could be soft, she could be stern, she could be funny, she could be romantic. She was also a successful person in her own right as a lawyer. And for us watching a Black woman on television be all of those things, that, once again, is an example of why representation matters. Because I know that for me, who was growing up watching that, it really meant something. And it was not something that I just took for granted as like, oh, this is a fictional character. It was something I absolutely took very seriously. So Claire Huxtable is an option. You can get into, I mean, I don't even know how you can get into it because your, your wardrobe has to be giving. But Denise Huxtable was an actual style fashion icon. Uh, yeah, Denise Huxtable was giving you looks upon looks upon looks and doesn't get enough credit. I would love if there was ever any way possible for there to just be a book of Denise Huxtable looks. At one point in time, I was compiling photos myself to make my own book, just for my own pleasure. This is, a, this is back when I had time. <laughs> Those days are done. Either try Rudy, but I'm not really sure how you'd pull it off. Vanessa, it's gotta be about a hairstyle. Particularly when she was dressed as a member of her girl group, The Lipsticks, and was in her Gumby phase uh, or her Queen Latifah hat phase, because basically her hair was shaped like a Queen Latifah hat, uh, or a, or a more, more specifically, a an Egyptian pharaoh hat. Um, but the number one Cosby Show costume will always and forever be. Theo Huxable in the Gordon Gartrell shirt, right? Am I right? Can we get an applause? Can we get an applause? Ali, there better be an applause right there because your man's in the Gordon Gartrell shirt is, first of all, one of the greatest television episodes in existence of all time. And it's just something that when you see it, just should it should feel like, like hot chocolate pouring through your organs and just giving you warmth because the nostalgia. Did you try tucking it in? It's tucked in the more socks. Uh <laughs> I have a pair of Issey Miyake pants solely because at the end of the episode, they talked about like, oh, it looks like an Issey Miyake shirt. And I was like, ah. When I saw that as I got older, I was like, I got to get a pair of Issey Miyake pants. So that would be my favorite Cosby show costume. Cross over to another Cosby creation, a different world. And again, a treasure trove. Even if you want to just dress as a student who went to Hillman College, there's a number of sites that sell like, quote unquote, Hillman College merch. So you can get you a Hillman College outfit together. Then there's also just the option of like being Freddie Brooks, being Ron Johnson. Just get you a hat and glasses and like some, you know, hammer pants. Get into the Whitley and Dwayne of it all, y'all. Get into the Whitley and Dwayne of it all. Get you a Chanel suit. Get you some flip glasses. Come on. So many options. So many options. It really truly is just, again, a treasure trove. You and your girls, you got three light-skinned friends. All y'all could dress as different phases of Freddie Brooks. Different phases. You got curly hair Freddie. You got law school Freddie. You got full-on lawyer Freddie. Y'all, transformations. I mean, I'm just trying to help y'all do your best. (laughs) So that would be my number one suggestions. I mean, none of these are like in order. It's just like, that's my first suggestion. Get into any of the Cosby Show characters except for Bill Cosby. Next, Next. coming to America, y'all. Again, a treasure trove of characters. Of course, we're going to start with the obvious, which is Akeem. And even Akeem has so many options. Are you giving me Akeem, like, in Zamunda Akeem? Or are you giving me Akeem, like, newly arrived in New York Akeem with the with the trench coat? Or are you giving me Akeem, like, newly transitioned to New Yorker Akeem with the Mets jacket with all the pins on it and the scully? Or are you giving me Akeem working at McDowell's Akeem with the plaid vest and the plaid Beret with the pom-pom on top. I mean, there's so many levels of Akeem. Levels of Akeem. There feels like, that feels like that's a game or like a Nickelodeon physical challenge game show. <laughs> levels of Akeem. Then, of course, we have the other characters in the film, okay? You've got the the, the brothers in the barbershop. You know, you have your man, Saul. Is that, ve- what is that, Velvet? Aha. ha ah ha You got any of the people that are talking to them in the club. (laughs) My name is Peaches and I'm the best. All the DJs want to feel my breast. Hiccup, 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 hiccup. I mean, listen, if you're twins and you're not doing that, like, what are you really doing? Then, of course, we have none other than Jackson Heights' own. You know him as Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. Give it up for Mr. Randy, Randy! <laughs> I'm having such a good time talking about this. I cannot stress to you enough how much I love coming to America. I love coming to America so much, and everyone knows this. So in 2020, uh, Adrian Bylan and her husband, Israel Houghton, showed up at my house on my birthday and de- and delivered to me a signed copy of Coming to America, bound together with the original script, which I think was called Prince of Zamunda. Uh, it is a cherished gift that I hold very close and deep to my heart. And congrats to them on their new son, Um just such a beautiful thing to see happen. So, sh- so sh- shout to them and their new son ever. But back to the lecture at hand. Coming to America, y'all. Get into it as an option if you're trying to figure out what's a character that you know people are going to be able to recognize immediately. They've got so many in that movie. You've got a lot of options to choose from. Do be love. Next! Next. Okay. Now, this is a little niche. Okay? You may have to do some research, but you're going to be the coolest kid at the party if you pull this one out in Brooklyn. Spike Lee's character, Mars, from his independent film, She's Gotta Have It. Now, This character was recreated in the show, She's Gotta Have It, starring my girl, DeWanda Wise, shout out to DeWanda, that was on Netflix. The character of Mars, you don't even, I mean, like, just the physical appearance is, even if somebody doesn't know the character, they're just like, what is this? (laughs) So Mars is giving you a flipped up hat, that actually says Mars on the hat, he's actually giving you the flip glasses, okay? So it wasn't just Dwayne Wayne with the flip glasses. Mars is also giving you the flip glasses. He's giving you a hoodie, but then he's giving you like a sports letterman jacket or like one of those satin baseball jackets over that hoodie, okay? It's a puffer, it's a puffer. Then he's giving you shorts, but he's giving you leggings under the shorts because he's a bike messenger, okay? Then he's giving you Jordan's, He's giving you Jordans. I have a pair of Jordans called Spizikes, and there's a there's been a few different Spizikes, and those Spizikes are Jordans that are basically a mashup between like two different Jordans, and it was a collabo with Spike. Get it? Spizikes with Spike Lee. So, uh, that character really like was iconic in just the fashion of what he was giving you. And then there's the character itself. Like, he's always like, please, baby, baby, please, baby, baby, please. He's wearing, actually, you know what? Wait, I take it back. Oh, my God. I take it back. I've made a critical error. I've made a critical error, y'all. Don't hurt me. I've made a critical error. He doesn't wear flip glasses. He wears kazals. He wears kazals. And if anybody knows about 80s New York, you got to look up Kazals. If you're listening right now and you're able to on your device access Google, look up Kazals. And you're going to be like, oh, I know what those are. Yeah. Yeah. Your man Mars was rocking the Kazals because that made, that made sense for the time. Damn, I really almost fucked that up. But I caught myself. You know, self-correction is so important. It's so necessary. And sometimes you're not even able to catch yourself and someone has to just point you know just give you a little hey and then you can self correct and it's really a beautiful thing it's really a beautiful thing now again that's a bit of a niche character but we're going to be at smart funny and black in yes, brooklyn, brooklyn on october 29th and you pull that character out yo you're giving us authentic old school classic bk you're going to you're going to be a winner bro sis non gender conforming, you're going to be a winner. So my next favorite character option, when we're talking about black characters, now you may be like, well, what makes, before I even get into that, you may be like, well, what makes like Spike Lee's character like special? And I'm telling you, this little nigga giving you all the energy. And I feel like when we watch that movie, Nora, she's out here. She's sexually free. Every brother she's messing with has a different vibe. And you get to him and you like, how does he fit in the equation? Personality. I feel like that was something very impactful for a lot of brothers. Oh, I don't got to be the finest. I don't got to be the richest. But goddamn, it sure helps if I'm the funniest. It really does. It really, truly does. Next Next up, up, Black Panther. I know we took a turn. We took a turn. Now we went into comic book land. But Black Panther, oh my gosh. First of all, just the name Black Panther. That's not like incidental. The name Black Panther uh, happening on the heels of the actual Black Panthers. This is incredibly impactful. And now that we've gotten to see Black Panther on the big screen, it's no longer just a character relegated to those who are comic book geeks. But now it's been brought to... All of us, I feel like we all get to share in it. Black Panther is such an iconic character in really breaking open the Marvel universe, which for so long just seemed like, even though there were Black folks in it, they weren't ever leading a charge. You know, like they were just, they were still coming out from under, right? But when we see Black Panther, We're like, this isn't even like just a individual. He's coming from a whole Marvel country. Wakanda. Wakanda? Any character that you play from the Black Panther universe, any character that you dress up as, that you you decide to embody from the Wakanda universe is going to hit. The Dora freaking Melaje, Ma'am. The Dora freaking Melaje. before we saw Warrior King, the Dora Melaje was really a standard for like a lot of us to be like, okay, badass black woman out here with spears, getting it in, doing damage. Yeah, I see you got rhinoceroses. Rhinocerite? Rhinoceros? Yeah, I see you got them. Well, we got training. Then you got Zuri. She's so cool with her little outfits, dots on the face. And just any, I feel like you can really just dress up in any like really opulent regalia that resembles Africa and just tell us, I am, (laughs) I'm a Wakanda citizen. I'm a citizen of Wakanda. That's it. And you'll still get, yeah, what you heard just now was me giving you the cross across my chest, the Wakanda forever. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. One of the greatest to ever, ever do it. And when What Kind of Forever comes out, I know we've been talking about what are we going to do? What are we going to do as a family? We all dressed up to go see it. What are we going to do as a family? We're all dressing in white, y'all. We're all wearing white. So just just know that that's the plan, family, for when we go see, when we go see What Kind of, forever we're dressing in white in honor of Chadwick and just a tidbit i don't know if you know this but when you do shows when you do movies and films there's always a call sheet and the call sheet has everybody that's in the cast and crew times of arrival times that you're shooting etc and the first person on the call sheet is always the the star the highest paid the biggest name is always the first person on the call sheet it's a, it's a it's a it's a thing of um It's a hierarchy and it's a a thing. Like, oh, I'm first on the call sheet. You end up, you're in a leadership role. Well, Lupita Nyong'o was in an interview and she said that for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, they actually did not have anyone as first on their call sheet in reverence to Chadwick, who they said can never be replaced. And I thought that was a really beautiful thing. It's also going to be a beautiful thing when I look out in the audience on October 29th and I see all y'all dressed in your different outfits and your different looks. I got got one one more for for you. you. Now, we have talked about, you know, characters in film and comics and, and, you know, sitcoms. We didn't get into animated proud family yes penny proud okay her and her little friends they all got their looks whether it's giving us you know their uh school uniforms or something from their little fantasies that they be having you know if you're if you got a whole crew y'all you can dress as the entire proud family i feel like there's just so many options within just that show that you can dip into and have a good time. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not like Comic-Con, okay? But I feel like, you know, this is a night where we can have some fun and animated shows are always a source of fun and, you know, kind of just like getting tapped into your childlike self and enjoying that space of just being a kid again. And something that happens at Smart Funny and Black is we are all about it being a safe space. And so if that's how you want to spend your safe space in Brooklyn I'm at the King's the King Theater, Theater, then so be it. So be it. So these are some of my favorite Black characters, as well as some ideas that you can dress up as. I love The Proud Family because as an animated series, I really feel like Penny Proud was such a great character for girls to look up to, to see, like, how to be in charge of your own space, how to have like your own um, how to have like your own clarity of how you want to be treated, et cetera, but still be expected to be good in school and still be expected to respect your parents and still be expected to make good choices. And like that's what we want with our children's programming. We want it to empower them, but we also want it to like <laughs> I don't, not discipline, lead them. We have to also lead, guide them, okay? We want to guide them in the best way possible. And for black children, there's so few representations that we want to make sure that whenever we have that, it's definitely done in the best way possible. We can also honorable mention and put Doc McStuffins up in there as well, okay? So what do y'all think? Did I leave any out? If I left any out, I mean, of course I left so many out. So make sure in the comments you tell us uh, what you think about any com- characters, Black characters that you think would be cool. For those of you all listening and thinking about, damn, like what character am I going to play? What am I going to do? I definitely have some videos that I'm posting on Instagram to give you some more ideas. And even if you're not coming to the show, but you still want to have some Halloween fun, why not? Aside from that, you could throw on an Afro wig and show up and we're going to be like, yeah, you're giving us black Blackpawas. The Afro wig and some bell bombs will get you right in the dough right in the dough. But don't get it twisted. Even if you don't wear a costume and you have a ticket, you're getting right in the dough. I really just love Black popular culture for all the reasons I said at the beginning of this episode and also just because it is a never-ending space of creativity and of vision and of uh, imagination for us as a people to see ourselves in ways that are so often undermined, for to see ourselves in ways that are so often hidden to any race. I would love to see some of y'all dress up as people that we don't know and teach us about them. That's what, something I would love to see happen. And I will call you out in the audience. Who are you? Tell me about who you are. Teach us. Because there are a million hidden figures within our Black history of excellence and innovation that we need to give light to. And amongst them are artists, are chemists, are are writers, are characters as well. Because the characters that are created within Black popular culture are rich, okay? They are rich with depth, even when they seem like they're at their shallowest. And they just continue to add a rich depthness to our continued growth as a people in this nation and in the world. And that's why I love me some black popular culture. It's deep, baby. It's deep. It is deep. So I don't really be caring much about Halloween, but this year I have decided that Halloween will play a role at Smart Bunny and Black in Brooklyn at King's Theater. If you're not able to make Smart, Funny, and Black in Brooklyn at King's Theater, come and see me do stand-up in Philadelphia Philadelphia. on November 12th. Or come see me do stand-up in The Bay in In Oakland, Oakland. also in November. Or some Catch Me in In Chicago Chicago. in December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, getting it in at the Chicago Improv. You can get your tickets at amandaseals.com. I know you're like, Amanda, what character are you going to dress up at? I genuinely am not completely sure. (laughs) I definitely have to get myself together. I have some things that I've been throwing around, some options, some possibilities. But yeah, I haven't like settled on a complete, just like 100% idea yet. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And when I get there, you will see the pictures because they will get posted. So that being said, everyone make sure that if you do engage in Halloween activities, that you stay safe. You know, people love to act up on Halloween. They love to play a fool on Halloween. Make sure if you see any white people in blackface that you, you know, that you deal with it, okay? Don't let them just walk by. Make sure that they are are absolutely addressed in whatever fashion you see fit uh, for absolutely trying to play on your face by playing on their face with blackface. You feel me? Okay. Remember that time there there was like a, I mean, black. listen, the whites always try it, but there was like a whole 20, uh, 2013. There was really doing the most with the blackface. There was a lot of folks dressing up as Trayvon Martin. Like it was really a thing. Like this young black child murdered at the hands of a jackass, terrible individual. And they thought it was a joke worthy, costume worthy event. And that's really where the concept of Black Lives Matter can really also remind you of what it really means. Like, they did not think his Black life mattered enough to not try and make a mockery of it as a Halloween costume. My ability to, at any point, bring things up back around to social justice and advocacy is becoming something that I myself am like, damn, you always find a way. You always find a way. Even in talking about Halloween costumes, you always find a way. I feel like I'm... The father in Big Fat Greek Wedding who can always find a way to bring anything back to Greece. Anything he can just bring it ah, 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 and we're back at Greece. Well, I am always going to bring things back to blackness and find humor along the way. I will see you all October 29th and in whatever city you can see me in and I'll be bringing humor along the way. Get your tickets. At AmandaSeals.com. Everybody have a happy, happy Halloween and a safe one. A, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.